0: This weird
1: society. Welcome back to Mutual Aberration Society. I'm Ryan. Today I'm going to be talking about some shot on video genre cinema. Um, I don't think I've really delved into SOV movies, um, much up to this point, um, which is kind of strange given that SOVs are usually the type of movies that are obscure and tend to be on the more, uh, let's say unique side. (laughs) Um, the movie I'm going to be talking about is from 1999 and it's called Sixteen Tongues. Now, Sixteen Tongues is directed by Scooter McCrae. And this is his sophomore follow-up to Shattered Dead. Now, what's interesting is uh, Shattered Dead is one of those movies that I thought about doing an episode on. But I do feel like Shattered Dead is one of those obscure SOV movies that people have already talked about um, at length on other podcasts and elsewhere. Um, and let me just be honest and say that I think that Shattered Dead is a very uh, cool concept for like a, a kind of a, a zombie movie. And um, and weirdly enough, I think like ten years ago, something like that. I had actually watched. I bought the DVD version of Shattered Dead uh, from Media Play, which is an old, uh, now uh, gone out of business, uh, CD and. DVD you know just it used to sh- you know store like you would go in you would buy music you would buy movies you know and any other sort of related stuff kind of like what FYE is for the few FYEs that are left out there um media play was like a bigger FYE um but yeah I walked in I used to go in there a lot and just buy random things uh a lot of movies mostly um that's where I picked up like a lot of the uh, Argento Anchor Bay releases uh, but I walked in there one day and I saw this cover uh, for Shatter Dead where there's this bloody hole in a door and it shows a woman looking out from the other side holding a gun and I was like what the fuck is this um, and I picked it up and I bought it and I watched it and uh, I didn't know how to feel back when I first saw it, um, and there's some crazy moments in it, like, obviously, um, the infamous moment in Shattered Dead is when, uh, the main character, uh, the, the, the heroine of, of, of the movie sticks a gun in her vagina, um, Yeah, that happens, (laughs) Um, and it makes sense in the context of the movie. And they really do uh, do it. It's not like uh, simulated or no. They they really uh, go for it, and that's a reoccurring thing uh, with the the filmography of Scooter McRae. And it's no different when it comes to the movie that I'm going to be talking about today, which again is 16 tongues now I'll go ahead and I will read uh, the synopsis on letterbox for 16 tongues and uh, we'll do what we always do um, or what I always do is we'll get into this crazy movie and and why, why it's uh, mutual aberration society material so the synopsis reads as follows The lives of an assassin and her hacker girlfriend are shattered, no pun intended, when they cross paths with a rogue cop holed up inside an SMM, SM SNM hotel. S&M, S&M. Um an SM hotel. Right. So there's there's a better description. Um in fact I think this movie, weirdly enough, I think got a is it a blue, is it a Blu-ray treatment? I don't know if it's a Blu-ray treatment or not. Um, uh, which would be weird. Cause this is like shot on video, but it wouldn't be the first time that like I've, they've done like, you know, Blu-ray releases. Uh, yeah, that does have a Blu-ray. Um, um, interestingly too, uh, the Blu-ray has a better synopsis. Uh, the, at least from what I'm seeing. So I'll go ahead and read that and then, yeah, let's fuck the letterbox synopsis. <laughs> Here we go. The uh, Blu-ray synopsis for 16 Tongues is as follows. Adrian Torque is a renegade cop who has lost more than half of his skin in a terrorist explosion. His missing flesh has been replaced with the tongue meat recovered from the 16 victims that died during the tragedy. Jenny Chin Chin is a genetically engineered prostitute assassin chasing down the scientist who implanted her sex organs under the folds of her eyelids. Alc Silins is a wearied computer hacker hunting through the pornographic abyss of cyberspace for the identity of her brother's killer. At a rundown down s S&M Hotel purgatory, where even the strangest desires can be met for a price, the trajectories of this star-crossed trio intersect in a claustrophobic collision of sex, blood, bullets, and personal apocalypse. Yeah, that's a much better. That's how you do a synopsis. Okay, okay, Letterboxd, Take note. <laughs> uh, you know, I had to get in my shots on the letterbox synopsis, like I always do. Um, but yeah, that's a good. That's a good description of what this movie's about. Um, as I get a notification in the background on my uh, on my computer. Uh, welcome to Ms. No. Uh, so yes, this movie is weird based on that synopsis it is definitely weird um and it is about all of those things and we're introduced to this uh character this adrian torque who's played by uh an actor who looks a lot like billy blanks weirdly enough um (laughs) like he does he looks a lot like billy blanks except he has this prosthetic uh makeup on him that's supposed to be like Uh, tongue graphs because again he plays adrian like this this cop in this cyberpunk dystopia Uh, and we're introduced to him uh basically torturing uh men that he's arrested like uh in the first scene he he makes a man uh suck his dick um and then gets upset when the man spits out uh, after he comes which we which this character uh he doesn't ejaculate semen okay um he ejaculates blood um and so the man spits the blood out by the way the man is wearing like a gimp mask with the a, a zipper for the mouth area and so like basically adrian is threatening this man and he says you need to basically you know give him some top um (laughs) so he the dude does it uh and then he gets mad when he spits out the blood bust that this is he bust he busts some blood um he busts a blood nut um so he takes his gun out and shoots the guy in the head um see great he's great right he's a he's a great he's a great role model out there doing doing uh the hard job no uh (laughs) i think we are then uh introduced to uh him at this S and M motel, right? Um waking up by himself in this in this whole movie takes place in this you know, this one location, you know, so it's just a very it's a very stripped down movie. I mean, aside from the fact that it's shot on video, it looks very video. Um much like Shattered Dead was shot on video. Um, it definitely has the same uh kind of look, right? But but it it's, it's a little it's a little different because this is a more this is this is low budget cyberpunk. So a lot of the aesthetics uh they're very uh for lack of a better word uh not pristine I think I use the word pristine too much, by the way. That's something I've noticed on the podcast. It's like you know, I I, I have this tendency to to use you know these words that I f- for some reason just find appealing, and then I just don't stop using them. Um, so yeah, uh, for 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 lack of my vocabulary, <laughs> uh, I say that it's not a very uh, pristine-looking movie. It's a very low-budget-looking movie. Um, it's a very uh, video-looking aesthetic, uh, but it actually works in the context of this movie uh, because uh, the, the milieu, uh, another fancy word there, the milieu of 16 Tongues, I feel like lends itself well to the sort of really harsh video... Uh, look that it has um and also like it 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 contributes to the nasty kind of i've already said cd uh the the nasty kind of uh sleazy uh grimy look of this snm hotel which is basically uh one i'm pretty sure they shot this on one in one hallway and they in, in on the, in the same room maybe I think maybe they I think it's just they redecorated the room but like when you see the characters walk through the hallways of this S&M hotel um you see like giant ads uh for porn like stuck on the walls I mean like literal porn too it's not when I say porn ads it's like no you see uh dick and like uh you, vagina um people doing various sex acts um in ads that are you know very you know very pornographic in nature because they that's exactly what they are and they're stuck that's part of the the movie's production design right it's is this hallway with all of these uh stuff all this stuff stuck around and what's really funny is there's an ice machine uh that the characters use like once in the in the very beginning and the ice machine it says ice hole on it and then there's like a woman's legs, uh, a picture of a woman's like legs spread open. And then when they get the ice, the ice, there's a there's a an ass that is over the spout where the, uh, the, uh, the or the dispenser where the ice falls out of so it looks like it's falling out of an ass that was a nice nice touch there uh shout out to the production designer (laughs) or the set designer it might have been scooter mccray himself that did that uh yeah um but yeah we're introduced to this cop you know we initially like i said to get back on to 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 a little bit of what, what what we're in for as or what what you're in for for those who haven't watched this movie as of yet um this cop is holed up in this hotel we've seen him be abusive to some of the the uh if you want to call them criminals i mean in this in this world like what you, what is crime like this is a very bleak vision of of the future uh which i mean that's very on brand for anything that's cyberpunk another thing about cyberpunk another uh, thing that's important is uh i think it's it's there is a there is a a reoccurring sort of uh i don't know i don't know if if you want to call it a an element of cyberpunk um an element of the uh overall sort of aesthetic of cyberpunk and that is uh high tech right low life right like there, that like like this this is what this like those two things like when you hear people talk about uh what cyberpunk is uh that will get that though that con that i don't know if it's a concept but that (laughs) that uh sort of juxtaposition of high tech and low life is 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 that even let me you know like am i even saying that right high tech low life high why why does it sound so weird when I say it, right? It sounds like um high tech low life. Let's see here. Um high tech low life is, a, is what what what? Cyberpunk is a subgenre, yeah, of cyber, of science fiction in a dystopian futuristic setting which tends to focus on the combination of low life and high tech. See, I knew I knew I wasn't just completely pulling that out of my ass. Uh, I know I, I I people bring that up a lot when 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 the dis- when people dis- discuss uh what cyberpunk is and I feel like this movie sort of nails nails that just just by attempting to do something uh that is futuristic but also uh depicting uh people that are you know um outside of the sort of I don't know bourgeois class like people that are on 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 the fringes of society uh are people who are in desperate situations people who are engaged in like lifestyles that people uh tend to stigmatize and uh you know obviously sex work I mean one of the main characters is a sex worker who's also an assassin um who has uh clitorises in her eyelids that she, anytime she blinks, she has an orgasm. Um, I feel like I'm not talking about this movie enough, <laughs> uh. But yeah, to get back on track, uh, with the plot, um, we're introduced to uh the the cop character, the uh let's let's call him the Cronenberg, the Cronenbergian Billy Blanks, um, of Adrian Torque, and uh. Like I said, we see him abuse a couple of guys um, that he has in lockup. Then we we see him in this this uh, S and M hotel. Um, again, there's porn playing constantly on the TV. Every everywhere that you go in this, uh, and this is a cyberpunk. This is definitely an element of cyberpunk, uh, and, and this is an element that's incorporated, uh, I think, effectively in, in 16 tongues. Where uh, inside this hotel, any everything you need you have to swipe a card to use to pay for. So like if you need to use the sink in this hotel room, you have to swipe this little card reader uh, and it you know pay whatever credits to, to use it. If you need to use the shower, you have to swipe, again, swipe another thing. If you need to turn the TV off, the TV will continuously play unless you swipe the little card reader and pay to have it turned off. Again, if, when the characters get ice, same thing. Um, and this is another uh this is another reoccurring thing that we see in cyberpunk stories, which is everything in the in the world of cyberpunk has been privatized and owned by corporations so every there's not there's nothing that you are able to sort of get for free really you know anymore in in this sort of dystopian hellscape, which is kind of what you know we're trending towards uh in in modern day uh times which is like you know big corporations run everything and they kind of you know are able to get away with you know doing whatever the fuck they want because you know our politicians are bought and paid for uh but anyhow um this is an element that we immediately are introduced to uh at the beginning of the story uh adrian is in this s&m hotel we don't quite know why he's there um we see him sort of in his room by himself porn on the TV and then we're introduced to our other characters um Jenny and uh Alec um I think it's Alec or Alec I think it's Alec I I don't even remember if if she call because I'm trying to recall how she says her name because her name's not like something I, I all I know is I like, reading it says Alec silence and I'm pretty sure that's Alec not Alec but the way it's spelled is strange um but we need Jenny and Alec uh, again, Jenny is this uh, is this sex worker uh, hooker who's an assassin who wants to kill this scientist again, who's done this to her. And Alec is a hacker, but she's much, she's kind of like you can tell that like uh, scooter McCrae is is taking, you know like with with, with Alec specifically he's taking uh, from you know William Gibson's neuromancer, which I mean, to be fair, I mean Neuromancer is a is like the one of the proto cyberpunk stories. Uh, you know, so when she's like hacking into the in online, you know, she it's very it's very newer it's very newer neuromancer esque. Um and it's clear like he's that's what he's riffing off of with, with Alec and, and sort of what she does. But we meet them and they're in their own room um together. <clears throat> Of course, um, Jenny's naked, uh, uh, there's a lot of, again, this is what's interesting about sort of, uh, Scooter McCray is, is, is as a, as a, as a filmmaker is, is the people that he casts in his movies, the things that he shows in his movies are very uncensored and, again, like I said, Shattered Head, for example, there's a literal scene where a woman actress, the lead actress sticks a gun in her pussy, um, and, uh, it's no different. This movie's pretty much uh, as insane as the uh as the synopsis uh sounds. Uh the actual movie is is, you know, it lives up to that synopsis. It's a pretty it's a pretty wild little flick. It's a pretty uh intense little flick too at at times. But one of the things that I didn't mention was in the beginning where I say that uh Adrian is uh interrogating uh this man in in a cell and and he makes him give him blowjob uh they he pulls out this he pulls out his dick but it's clearly not a real dick it is clearly like a prosthetic that looks like a mutated dick um but again this is a character who wears extensive makeup through the whole movie that makes him look like a giant uh, fucking scab or, or something because he's supposed to have these these different tongues grafted onto him. Um, but so when 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 the character that is he's making go down on him, um, they sh- the character has to put that put it in uh, an actual prosthetic penis in his mouth. Um, and then when we see the other character, which is actually Alex's brother, it's not at the beginning now that I'm recalling it. It's actually after we've, after we've seen Adrian kill that man who he made, uh, give him top, <laughs> and then see him in this s and hotel. And then we're introduced to the, uh, the two women characters, Jenny and Alec. It's after that scene that we see uh, Adrian with Alec's brother, and he basically is torturing him and grabs some pliers and breaks his teeth out. Uh, and then she wake and, and then she wakes up, uh, once he actually does, we only see him like use the pliers once snap off one of the, one of his teeth. And then she wakes up cause she's dreaming about what happened. And that's the connection that they draw, uh, through, through editing, basically that this is her brother. Um, cause this movie is confusing. Like, Uh, me reading the plot it's very convoluted like you know like when you start to like think about like i'm pretty sure like immediately upon listening to me read this plot you were probably like wait a minute what's happening you got a guy that has 16 tongues of 16 victims that died grafted to him skin um, but he's also a cop and then there's this other girl who's a genetically engineered prostitute but she's also an assassin and she has sex organs under her you know under her eyelids and then there's a, another woman who's a computer hacker who's you you know trying to find the identity of her brother's killer by logging into sort of the porn matrix um, which I'm going to talk about that too because uh, it's really interesting and, and kind of funny um, yes this is a lo- there's a lot of things going on in this movie this is a this is a movie that is truly and this is what I respect about Scooter McCrae as a filmmaker and as an artist. He is truly uh, making outsider shit. Like, this is something that, like, can only be made from a, by an outsider, completely, you know, disconnected from the industry because there's no way you could pitch this movie and get, get it made <laughs> in no way, shape, or fashion. Um... I do think that I, and I could I could be wrong about this, but I think there was a point where Scooter McRae worked uh, for Fangoria. Um, I want to say I want to say he did. I want I can look that up because I have a laptop. Uh, he may have. I maybe maybe not. Um, I mean, Scooter McRae is one of those names that is that's that's known um, in the independent horror circles because he made you know, uh, uh, Shattered Dead. Um, there's also another movie, uh, that I love, uh, that gets thrown around that was shot on Super 8, which is also, you know, a mutual aberration society material and worthy of an episode. It's a vampire movie called Darkness by, uh, Leaf Jonker, which is shot on, yeah, again it was shot on Super 8, uh, kind of a splatter, low budget vampire movie, uh, pretty, pretty memorable movie. Very fun. Um, but yeah scooter scooter is one of those figures that's known in the sort of uh very uh niche circles um and it's just interesting cuz like i think he hasn't really done uh his last movie i think was in 2015 um and he hasn't really uh done anything else but the few movies that he does have uh, under his belt, are pretty memorable fucking movies, they're pretty, uh, I also know that he, like, uh, he's done, he's worked in other capacities, and, you know, he's, I mean, he's, uh, I think he was, he's acted in stuff, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, like, again, all stuff that is more, again, lower-budgeted, independently-financed genre, horror, horror shit, you know, like, he's not, he he might have even I think didn't he he was an editor, if I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was editor for the uh Hidden La- Hidden Lauder uh movie that he did, uh, Bad Biology. Bad Biology is uh uh Frank last movie that he did, and I he, th- he did it with uh, uh RA the Rugged Man, the rapper R. A. the Rugged Man, he wrote it. And Henan Lauder for those who don't know about Hin Lauder, Hennenlotter, uh again another even more well-known genre, you know, horror, horror genre filmmaker because he made, like, cult classics like uh, Basket Case and Brain Damage and Frankenhooker. So, yeah, uh, Scooter McCray was the editor on that movie. Um, besides that, I feel like he just stepped away from actually, you know, directing or making anything feature length at least uh but he has been working in different you know roles in movies uh and still and continuing to do it just he just hasn't stepped behind the camera uh to since um you know this initial run of a few films that he made but this movie is so it's so interesting because I, i i I want to say, well, like, describing this plot, or like, it's sort of kind of like it would be like me reading the synopsis again, uh, but in a way that's sort of laying out in full detail all of the craziness that's uh, in convolutedness of what the synopsis uh, basically says the movie is, it's like, there's like 13 ideas in here, um, mashed together, and the movie is definitely plays out like that, but really though, really, when I say that, uh, this is, you know, 16 tongues is a very stripped down movie in a way, because again, it's one location, uh, they're never outside, you know, we're, it's all interiors, um, and the majority of the interiors are, are, again, this, this hotel, uh, again, these couple rooms and this hallway, really. And every now and then, again, like the flashbacks where you see, uh, Adrian and this cell, which again, is probably just another room. What probably the same rooms we've been seeing just dressed up to look like a cell. They threw some bars up. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, so, the way the characters interact and the way that they're, they're just stuck in this S&M hotel is kind of like the whole movie. So, you know, we're introduced to the three characters. Then we see uh, them crossing paths. Uh, well, when I say them, Adrian and Jenny, uh, because Jenny needs to get blood uh, because if she doesn't get blood, then she wants to kill and she wants to because she again she's assassin right she's a genetically uh enhanced assassin um and there's even a uh, there's even a conversation where uh adrian uh mentions that she comes out of a tube so you know like this woman has literally been genetically engineered to 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 kill people um but she's telling uh alec that she needs to go get her blood uh she, I think there's a Alex is naked, uh, for whatever reason. Um, and Jenny's naked pretty much. Um, and she, I guess it, 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 it the suggestion is that like, she asked her if her period is coming and she says not nah, for a few days, she's like, damn it. Cause she needs blood and she doesn't want to kill. So she goes out into the hallway to go search for someone again, there it is, you know, notifications in the background. Um, to go search for someone to, you know, basically seduced and kill to get their blood. And she's in the hallway getting some ice. And also that's where Adrian is going to get some ice because we find out that Adrian needs ice because the tongues that are grafted on his body need to be cooled down or something. I don't know. It It's fucking strange. And while this is happening, um, I think, uh, Jenny, um, and him have this interaction she kinda of flirt. She's kind of a little flirtatious or whatever. Uh, then she goes back into the room um, with Alec. And at a certain point when she says she needs blood, is when she. I'm, I'm skipping around here because I'm trying to recall this movie. And again, this movie is so. There's so many moving parts that it's just like, even though this is a fairly simple, straightforward movie when it comes to uh it's cast and it's sort of setting there's a lot of things going on idea wise so yeah so initially when she gets the ice that's before the interaction about the blood so she she meets adrian in the hallway after they get the bucket of ice and you see the ice machine with the ass on it the ice falls out adrian and jenny make have a little bit of a conversation um she walks off uh she goes back she needs blood Alec gets kind of, you know, upset that she knows what Jenny's about to go do. So Jenny goes out. She goes to his room, knocks on Adrian's door, asks if she could come in. Adrian's like, what do you want? Like, why should I let you in? She says, I'll make it worth your while. She comes in. She's wearing this fishnet outfit with, like, leather bondage style outfit. Very fetishistic looking, you know, or fetish wear. Um, And while this is happening, Alec logs in, like, neuromancer style she logs online and she goes into this like porn matrix (laughs) where literally it's like when you watch her go in it's like this very uh it looks like if like the matrix code but like with just ads from Pornhub (laughs) like that's the best way I could describe it and so this is how she's like uh you know jacked into the online to find out information but she's also using it to spy on, uh, Jenny. And when she's spying on Jenny, she sees Jenny with Adrian and she sees Adrian does, uh, pulls out his mutated, uh, prosthetic penis. And, uh, she's watching, um, through the television. She can like hack in to the internet, then like view through the television. And she, and she can see Jenny who's her partner, who she's in some sort of like romantic relationship with, uh, she sees some going down on on uh, Adrian. It's a very weird interaction. A lot of weird dialogue about like who these characters are and exposition about you know he, he's explaining a lot about his tongues that are grafted to him and how they feel and how they're sensitive and how he can't take off his gloves because he can't have both tongues touch or some some weird shit. Again, I'm not quite certain. Um, and they're on the bed having this weird interaction. Um, Finally, she finishes, you know, him off by, you know, and he, that's when he, he gets the top. He, he, he climaxes and she gets, uh, instead of getting a, like a load or money shot, we get her chest covered in blood. She kind of freaks out about this, but also she's like, wait a minute. Like he explains to her, like, yeah, I, I I was revived from the dead and I'm basically like a, you know, a, 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 reanimated soldier that's, you know, they use to sort of be, you know, enforce the law in this cyberpunk dystopia. Right. And he's like, they don't need me to reproduce. I'm a freak, you know? So now it's just blood, blood comes out. And, uh, this is, a uh, sort of like alarming, but also simultaneously good news for Jenny, because now Jenny can get the blood without killing anybody. Again, a lot of this stuff, not really fleshed out but so what this movie, you're just going with it this movie's this movie's a wild fucking movie i mean everything that i've said so far up to this point i mean i mean come on man either you're either you're with it or you're not this is a pretty this this is wild shit you know this is what you come to you know mas for right is for is for it's to, for me to talk about the wild shit to hear about the wild movies so yeah after this you know very weird scene of uh them you know you know getting uh a little bit more acquainted uh and and then uh we see uh Alec who's freaking out and like again once she's once she's witnessed this shit like Alex has she has to like plug into a wall outlet and she's like and you could tell like when she does it she's like holding on to like this weird device all the devices are like funny because they're just random items like she's holding on to this uh, it's, it's basically like some tongs with a wrist wrap around it. And then there's, and then the other thing is like a it's like a uh, cigarette plug and she's like holding these things. And she has these glass these, her glasses with like something taped on the side. That's supposed to be like a camera again, very, very like low fi gadgetry. That's supposed to be, you know, a uh, high tech shit again, high tech, low life. But in this regard, it's the actual like props of this movie everything about that it, it actually works in in this kind of shot on video aesthetic that this movie has so some of the effects that are like a lot more crude uh just sort of kind of work because the whole movie has this more of a crude uh non-slick look to it you know and i feel like uh S- scooter mccray just kind of leans into those things and it, it, and i feel like the best way to to, to sort of kind of have crude sort of effects is to really lean into it and it's, it's weird because some of the effects while crude are very effective you know um i feel like i felt that way shattered dead it goes uh i feel like shattered dead is there's some effects in shatter dead that are very memorable like the hole through the door which i said is the the, the actual like poster image that, uh it's very memorable again there's memorable shit in this too like i mean obviously you know the the the, the 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 blood shooting out of the prosthetic mutant mutant, mutant penis like that that's some weird shit you're not going to forget uh but yeah um Jenny comes back into the room uh she's Alec is upset with her because she's you know she tells her that she's spying on her uh, or that she spied on her and then Jenny's like, you did it again. Like, why do you do this to yourself? You know that we know what I have to do. Like, you're torturing yourself. So this is a reoccurring thing. Like, she's, because she's a robot that's supposed to be a, uh, or not a robot. She's a genetic, genetically uh, designed uh, from a tube. Like, a test tube baby. Like, a genetic human being that's designed to to kill and to be a a sex worker, you know, a, a hook, a hooker, I, again, too many ideas at once, whatever. <laughs> um, so she's upset. They have a little bit of a disagreement. Uh, she, then she ends up like calming her down and she f- falls asleep. And then we're back with, uh, Adrian, who's in his room talking to himself. And there's like another voice telling him that he needs to arrest. uh, Jenny, because another thing I didn't mention is that he's able to sort of go online without hooking up like with a rig the same way that alec is doing but like he can do it himself with no rig and it's part of his i guess it's part of what he's his abilities now that he's been brought back to life or whatever it doesn't doesn't really need to make that much sense but he's able to do it and when he looks up information about her and and on, online in the porn matrix um <laughs> he finds out like that she needs she's like uh, basically a someone who's wanted and she should be arrested and considered dangerous but he's torn and conflicted about it uh Cause he knows this before they actually, before the whole scene where she goes down on him, like he knows about it. Uh, but he's now he's back in the room talking to himself. And there's this other voice in his head that he's literally arguing with. Um, and Jenny's in the hallway and she's encountering, like she encounters some guy who's, you know, I guess apparently uh, she's got, uh, had some sort of sex with before. And he's like, I've saved up for you. And you're like, you saved up. And you're thinking like, what do you, what do you mean? he saved up. Right. And he's like, you want to do it? You want to like you know? And she's like, "No, not right now. I'm kind of all tired out." And then the, she walks away. And then we see two naked women outside of a room who are like dancing around. They're first they're like smoking a cigarette, but then they 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 hear someone coming, so they get up and they start doing this dance routine. And it's you realize they're like prostitutes that are like in this S and M hotel who are like tr- trying to attract random people who are walking down the hallway. But when they see it is uh, not a customer, but it is in fact, Jenny, then they sort of have a little petty beef and there's some shit. One of the girls is like German or something. She has like a foreign accent and then the other one, or not even a foreign accent. She's speaking another language. Uh, and the other one, uh, who's a brunette, she's speaks English and they're like real catty with Jenny and they're both saying things about her. And basically Jenny, you know, is like you know, I think I think the girl, the brunette, says that Jenny you like says something like you're still giving it away for free and like you're not making we like as if like these are better than her because they make, you know, John's pay for the sex and Jenny doesn't. Um, but then when she gets says fuck you and then they call her a bitch, she she leaves and then she sees that guy who said, you know, he's been saving and so forth. He's peeing in the face of a man. And then he turns and smiles at Jenny. He said, I told you, you know, I'm so, so apparently he, he liked to piss on her uh, again, very fetishy, very, this is again, when I say this is like transgressive and this is like outsider shit, it, it really is. Okay. So then we are back with, uh, Adrian, who's in the room, still talking to himself, still deciding what he wants to do. Right. Um, and he decides that he's going to go basically, uh, uh, and arrest Jenny at some point. And Jenny goes to his room and, and she's outside the door. And, like, at this point, uh, Jenny has figured out that uh, Adrian, she knows Adrian's a cop because he's tel- he tells her when she first goes into the room that he's a cop. Uh, but when he lets Jenny back in the room, they have an argument, right? And he's talking about arresting her. And she's like, what do you mean arresting me? Um, and then she admits to him that she knows that he uh, killed uh, Alex's brother, who's her partner. Because when Alec and Jenny are having an argument, and Jenny's explaining to her who Alec is, right? She's like, she's this cop, and he has these tongues. It rings a bell with her, and then she actually does some more digging, and she discovers that that's that Alec Torque is the guy. I mean, not Alec. I'm confusing Adrian, who Adrian is. Adrian Torque is the cop who kills, and in fact, killed her brother. That's who she wants revenge on. And when they have an argument, she brings that up. Like, I know you killed the brother. None of this shit really matters. If I sound like I'm all over the place, cause I'm really trying to make sense of this movie and describe what this movie is for you guys. Uh, and that again, like it's weird because it's much like a movie, like a calamity of snakes. I realize how specific, uh, this movie is. It's hard for me to recommend this movie, um, without making sort of disclaimers or caveats, because I know that this isn't the type of stuff that is probably going to appeal to, uh, your average sort of movie watching person. But, but again, like I do feel like watching stuff like this is valuable. You know, I mean, I mean, at least to me it is. I mean, from a, from just a pure like, uh, ideas and art, art, art level, art level. That sounds good. From an art level. What am I talking about? <laughs> uh, what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that like, to to expose yourself to stuff like this that is being made uh completely uh ignoring the formulas uh that are kind of what like it's cuz it's weird when i say it's, it's there's nothing formulaic about it but this movie is playing with within a certain genre several genres really i mean obviously uh this qualifies as a horror movie for some reason. Um, I guess cause there is, I know I've heard people say body horror, which I feel like people just say body horror for everything. And I guess you could say like what the Adrian character experiences and even what, uh, Jenny experiences with her clits that are under her eyelids, which isn't actually uh, an effect at all. She just says she has them and we don't see them. Um, <clears throat> I guess that's kind of body horror but I feel like that's that's just people reaching cuz people just love to call everything fucking body horror like it's like come on um but I just feel like uh while this movie is playing around in in sort of uh certain genres that are familiar and have familiar elements and aspects of those genres. You know, obviously the fetish genre, the the, the cyberpunk genre, the horror genre, like the even even it's not porn because there's not actual porn, but like maybe even some soft ish kind of genre like uh, it's towing the it's, it's 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 dipping its toes in those waters. Um, it's using those familiar envelopes, but in a way that's so unfamiliar and so uh, counter to the examples of of even things within those genres. Uh, it it's very. I feel like it's 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 in it's informative, and uh, in a way that maybe people don't realize, because it's like when you watch things that are or expose yourself to films or whatever other kinds of art that do things that aren't necessarily the standard uh or do things that are so left left of center um that are so outside the the norms uh, I feel like those are uh things worth exposing yourself to because they open up your, your, your own sort of mind. Maybe this doesn't open up your mind. Maybe I'm just, you know, but for me, I mean, it's just, it's just refreshing to see people just go out and make shit and just not even bother with the fucking, the rules and shit. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, this whole showdown after this, there's a whole showdown though, after this argument, occurs between jenny and adrian and she storms out and adrian decides that he's gonna he's just gonna he's gonna he's gonna arrest her and he's gonna kill kill uh alec or whatever so he walks out of his room with a gun and literally starts shooting all of the patrons uh in the snm hotel like there when we see random actors there's even the woman who's the star of shattered dead dressed up as a nun whipping a guy he shoots her he shoots the guy she's whipping He's going into random rooms and all of the, and in all these random rooms, this is an S and M hotel. People are doing various uh, kinky sex acts of, you know, or, you know, S and M bonded shit. And he's just walking in and indiscriminately just shooting people with a gun. It's kind of wild. Um, and then he comes to where the room where Alec is. And she's still, because Alec is hacked on to the porn matrix <laughs> and she's in his mind and she's talking to him through his mind. Um, and he's like, but she's, she's thinking she could take control of his body, but Adrian is too, you know, he can do it without the aid of any device. So he's in control and she's basically stuck in his mind. So he walks into the room with a gun and a fucking hatchet and he's talks to her while she's stuck in the matrix and she can't get out. Um, but she's like sitting there looking at him shaking and they're having this conversation and then he like goes to the sink and, puts a rag in it and fills it up because she's still plugged into the outlet. And he knows that once the water hits her, she's going to fucking electrocute and die. Right. But so he leaves her there to suffer while he goes looking for Jenny, for him and Jenny to have a final sort of face off. Um, And what does happen is he leaves the room and she does, the water does reach her. She, she, and it kills her. She, she, she's electrocuted. Um, And also because I've, I'm I'm pretty bad apparently at trying to <laughs> coherently uh, tell people about this movie. Uh, I've I've skipped a part again. Um, the interaction with Jenny, the fight with Jenny doesn't end with her storming off. No no no. It ends with her being. He knocks her. He he hits her. Adrian hits her. Knocks her unconscious. Then cuts her eyelids to remove the clitoris from her eyelids and then leaves her there and that's when he storms through and has the killing spree right so he, he killed all the people then he kills a partner and th- at this time after he kills Alec Jenny wakes up uh and she's she says that she can she it's a mo- there's a lot of voiceover which I haven't forgot. like a lot of like it's a novelistic technique right that we that people say don't use in movies but Scooter McRae doesn't care about rules right He clearly doesn't so it's a lot of voiceover, a lot of characters and, and explaining shit and scenes that is happening um, from all the three main characters specifically. Uh, but she wakes up. She says that, like, via voiceover in her in her mind that, like, this is the first time she feels free because she no longer has these uh, sex organs under her eyelids anymore. So she's not blinking and having an orgasm. But at the same time, she's clearly in pain because she's holding her hands to her eyes, blood's pouring out of her fist <laughs> But she she we see her hands grab two guns that are like in evidence bags that apparently uh, Adrian is confiscated because he's a cop. I don't know. Very convenient. Whatever. This heads to a showdown of them in the hallway. um, And ultimately she grabs these two guns. Adrian's walking around, storming back towards the room, calling for for Jenny. Um, He thinks he hears her. He shoots at the wall. Uh, where he, th- or, So he thinks he's hitting her from around the corner. Again, weird, weird technique. Uh, then she comes around the corner because he clearly didn't hit her. And she's shooting two guns. And the funniest effect in the movie, whereas her eyeballs are popped out of her head and she's shooting. And she looks like she has fucking uh, the guy from Roger Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit when he turns into a... When we figure out that he's been... He's really a tune and he's not been a human the whole time. The way his eyes, the the effect of the eyes bulging out of his head, it kind of looks like that. She looks she has cartoon protruding eyeballs and she's screaming and shooting the two guns, John Wu style, at Adrian, killing him, basically. And and that's the movie. It's over. Like that's how the movie ends. <laughs> this is probably the most uh all over the place episode to describe an all over the place movie. Um, it is really, uh, a, a unique one of a kind movie. Um, if you haven't seen Shatter Dead, I say go watch Shatter Dead because Shatter Dead is to me, Shatter Dead is the, is the movie, um, that Scooter McRae kind of burst onto the scene with, uh, the independent underground scene with, and it's, it's, it's really a dope concept again, like, uh, and I do feel like it's, it's probably aged better. Um, not to say that this is, this is still a crazy, insane movie and there's nothing like it. Um, but I really wanted to talk about 16 tongues because I feel like no one's talking about 16 tongues. Um, I have heard people talk about shattered Dead. I've had, I've heard, again, I've heard other podcasts talk about shattered Dead, And I was like, well, you know what, what about this other one, which is still on par with shattered Dead in terms of just, it's, originality, and, and very, like, boundary-pushing, um, transgressive, you know, SOV shit, uh, so, yeah, um, I might, I might, uh, make this, uh, movie available for my, uh, Patreon subscribers, but also, there's a Blu-ray out there, and there's like a lot of copies left too. When I looked up, I think uh, it's being distributed through Vinegar Syndrome, not actually through Vinegar Syndrome, but one of the labels, one of the partner labels that that uh, that uh, Vinegar Syndrome, a sister company, um, has put out the put out the Blu-ray. But like last time I checked, uh, when I was reading the synopsis for the Blu-ray on this episode, uh, I could see the amount of Blu-rays left. And there's like a thousand, there's over a thousand of them um, left in stock. So it's not really, uh, I mean, it's a 30, it's $30. Uh, So if you like, if you like this kind of stuff, if what I, if, if what I said about this movie, listening to me talk about this movie uh, sounds, if you took away from that, Hey, that sounds pretty crazy and insane. I need to check it out. Uh, think about picking up the Blu-ray, you know, why not, fuck it, you know, support, support this movie, um, support independent creators, you know, um, even though I feel like Scooter McCray's probably, uh, not making movies anymore, I could be wrong, um, maybe he has something long, that's been long gestating that he's about to come back out with that's insane, I don't know, uh, but again, um, this filmography kind of, like, is only a few movies, like it's, 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 it's Shattered Dead, Um, it's uh, 16 Tongues, it's another movie called uh, Saint Frankenstein, Um, and then uh, some shorts, Uh, I don't really, uh, he's also got another movie called Betamax, apparently, um, that I, I, I don't, I I mean, I've seen some people log log that they've watched it on letterbox. That's apparently it played at a film festival in Phoenix. Um, and like literally it says a bunch of really cool stuff happens. Just watch. Trust me. That's the, and there's not even a poster for it, but that's what it says as a synopsis for Betamax. So again, that's like four features, uh, that to his name. Um, but that was from 2015, like we're in 2023. Uh, but still support it, you know, if, 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 because again, like, it'd be cool if, if people like making movies like in, like him, in, or like, like Scooter McCray in this space, uh, are, are encouraged to continue to do so. Um, and I want to encourage anybody, like, a big, a, a big, uh, goal of mine is to promote, people making things and not waiting for permission um that's a big that's a big uh, reason for me doing a podcast uh and talking about the stuff that I talk about and it's it's a big reason why uh I continue to put out uh this podcast specifically it's not just to talk about the movies and talk about, I mean that is part of it too it's it's more than just one specific uh one specific goal, I have multiple goals uh, and multiple reasons for doing uh, MAS but again, one of them is to sort of expose people to to, to cool shit and another one is to uh, promote people making shit so, go make something um, and go watch uh, 16 Tongues
0: So Okay, cool, okay, bull, I like her huh. I was out of town, just to strikers. Huh. If she hold the pay for me, I just might wife her huh. If she hold it straight for me, then we for life Every time I fuck, I gotta hit me least like two times Got so many hoes that I can't forget about who mine huh? Every time I smoke, I gotta roll me up like two types Bitch, I pay my dues, so just make sure you count the blues right who the fuck told you that young dollar dollar don't fuck all these hoes? Spending this money ain't doing no shows right now So I've really been staying the pros Give me attention, I took up a straight out my misses And turned her ass into a scammer Said that you wanted to go be an ass So next time you neck me, I put it on camera Ain't no surprise that I'm high some shit If I told you I really do promise to scare you Thought to have told her that I had a license licensed behind us, the siren's i Ain't it apparent, I'm him in the flesh The ace of the flag was a test uh, See my youngin' through a hundred of checks my am I ain't impressed. County illicit drugs and flicks inside the whip you know the gang rowdy. my niggas the relish is some shit that i can say proudly knowing that i'm king but they ride to kill me instead of crown me salute me and show me swear i listen to a flock told me them loose and clip full to the tip with hollow copper on me not your homie know that that drink ain't hit them cold at playin we gon treat this nigga face just like a dome man can't go to the grave with you, if you were done and shit Make sure your <laughs> niggas made with you, not your homie know that And drink ain't let them go that Play your nigga treat this nigga face just like a gold man